Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Happy 4th of July, one and all. We appreciate you spending some of your holiday with us here on the HHC as we take you through the California Classic, what has been, what is to come, as we take a look at the Hornets' first foray of 2023 in Summer League play. Helping me out on this edition of the HHC He's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, here with us once again. Rob, happy 4th of July to you. Thank you, Sam. Happy 4th of July to you and yours as well. Hopefully everybody out there is having a happy and safe 4th of July as well. Yes, be safe, but enjoy it. Have some fun with family and friends, and thanks for making the Hornets Hivecast a part of it. Was not exactly a joyous start to Summer League for the Charlotte Hornets. Got off to an extremely slow start yesterday against the San Antonio Spurs. They felt behind 32-11 at the end of the first 10-minute quarter. By halftime, they found themselves trailing by 28. Did win the second half, fourth quarter in particular, a strong one for Charlotte, outscoring the Spurs 24-17. But by that point, the damage was already done. And, and for me, Rob, I think you can break through this game in its minutia, but as I look back on it, I think of it the way most fans take in Summer League, and that is via highlights, via the box score, via, via the sports center recap, which is not going to focus on that first quarter where Charlotte was held to 11 points and just did not look good all around. They're going to focus on probably a 30-second highlight reel of Brandon Miller shooting the basketball, which he did a pretty darn good job of. He was 3 of 7 from 3, uh, 4 for 4 from the floor in the fourth quarter where he scored 12 of his team-high 18 points. That's going to be the focal point of this game. and uh, So I think you know for, for you and I, who watched it start to finish and agonized over certain moments, particularly that first quarter, 
it was kind of a rough one. Uh, but I think for the average fan who maybe only looks at the postgame box score and maybe some highlights, it doesn't look as bad as the 21-point differential it ended up being. That's probably a good assessment of things, I would say, because, yeah, if you watched literally just the first 10 minutes of the game, you thought it would be a terrible performance. But as it goes on, and maybe if you only watched the fourth quarter alone and you didn't have the box score up or you didn't have the score bug up and you just saw that the Hornets were winning that fourth quarter, then you might think of it a little bit differently. So, yeah, that's basically Summer League and this California Classic in a nutshell, basically. But, yeah, I mean, there were obviously a lot of highs. There were obviously a lot of lows as well. But overall, I mean, I think when you take away from this game is just getting that first game out of the way, getting those jitters out of the way. Brandon Miller even said that he had a couple of jitters before this one as well and just kind of getting this one under his thumb and just moving on and moving forward. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to dislike, obviously, with the way that the game transpired. But at the end of the day, you know, none of these guys are looking to be the number one option on the team offensively or defensively or anything like that. You kind of got to take it, you know, for what it is kind of at large in terms of what these guys are doing here in the California Classic isn't what they are expected to do in October with everybody else and LaMelo Ball and Mark Williams and Terry Rozier and all those guys. They're not going to be asked to play all of these minutes. They're not going to be asked to drop 20, 30 points. I mean, it would be great if they did, obviously, but at the end of the day, you know, these are good reps for these guys. This is good practice, but it's not going to be indicative of what we're going to see in October, in the fall. And that even includes Brandon Miller. Even though he's the number two overall pick, he's not going to be the guy. He's not going to be asked to be the guy night in and night out. So it's just creating those good habits here in the California Classic, transforming that into summer league as well, and then taking it from there for the rest of the summer into training camp and into the preseason. Yeah, can't overreact from the first performance of summer league. Just need to learn and just need to grow. After the game, Brandon Miller had this to say about his first contest in a Hornets uniform at NBA Summer League. Honestly, I just feel like uh, we just got to play harder, just bring more intensity, uh, you know, starting from the, the first half of the game. As far as that, I think we should be good. It's first first game. Uh, I think everybody got the jitters out, so we're going to be good. So as we've grown accustomed to hearing from Brandon in the short time we've had him since draft day, a very cool, calm, and collected guy, just kind of takes everything for what it is, does not get rattled. Uh, and I think he took some positive lessons away here from this first game, 18 points. One thing that really struck me about Brandon Miller, just the ease with which he can score. I mean, it, it took a little while for him to get going, but the ease with which he gets his shot off, the ability to use his size out there at six foot eight, six foot nine to rebound easily over the competition. There's just something about him, a smoothness factor, if you will, for him as an athlete on top of that shooting ability, which really came into its own there in the fourth quarter where he went four for four and scored 12 of his 18 points. The game as a whole, as we mentioned a couple of times here, uh, we did watch it from start to finish. It was rough in the opening quarter, opening half in general. Second half, things started to go better for the Charlotte Hornets. Here's Summer League head coach Marlon Garnett, who, by the way, belated happy birthday. He had him on the podcast on his birthday, uh, easing into Hornets versus Spurs in Sacramento yesterday. So a belated happy birthday once again to Coach Garnett. Here's what he thought went better for Charlotte in the second half. I thought the intensity got better. That's when the flashes of a little bit more defensive intensity, a little bit more active hands. I think guys were you know, taking a little bit more pride, trying to guard the basketball, putting a little bit of pressure on San Antonio, trying to speed them up. I thought that was a little bit better than the first half. I think we just saw 
Rob, guys get a little bit more comfortable in their roles. And, and a couple players in particular uh, just kind of even things out in their game. I, I thought Nick Smith Jr. started to get more comfortable. Not a great shooting day for him, uh, but he did start to look a, a little bit more under control, less turnover prone in the second half. Brandon Miller was far less foul happy in the second half. James Booknight, I thought, had a very efficient game throughout. He became a, a little bit more assertive for his offensive repertoire in the second half. I think just in general, everyone had a stronger performance. Really liked the way Amari Bailey got into passing lanes, got some steals, some breakaways. Uh, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well either, but I thought he had some strong moments out there. So thankfully for the team, more of those strong moments came together in the second half than there were in the first. But overall, I think Charlotte started to find some rhythm and hopefully that will carry them through the remainder of Sacramento and into Las Vegas can certainly make a big difference. Again, I think if you just take maybe there was probably about maybe a five-minute segment there in the third quarter where the Hornets just looked really, really good. I mean, they ripped off a 9-3 to run. They forced San Antonio to call a timeout as well. And it just seemed like everything was clicking there in that short little span. I mean, if you can just take whatever happened there and just bottle it up and use it for the rest of the California Classic, the rest of Summer League, and even, heck, the rest of the offseason as well, the Hornets could be a very, very dangerous team. But yeah, I mean, there were definitely some flashes, and that's what you're going to have. And there's also going to be some imperfections, and you're also going to have that again. These guys have only been practicing for a handful of days together. Basketball is such a very chemistry-centered sport, I feel like. And again, as the game kind of progressed, you saw that chemistry get better and better. I thought the fourth quarter, there were some really good flashes. I mean, you had Nick Smith Jr. throwing lobs to Amari Bailey. They didn't connect, but he was able to get a foul called, and Bailey was able to go to the free throw line for a couple of free throws. But little nuances like that, and we, we talked about it on draft night about Nick Smith Jr. and Brandon Miller having some previous chemistry as being teammates in high school on AAU teams together. You know, I think you saw a little bit of that as well last night in terms of just that notion that they have and how they know how each other play and their playing styles can coincide with each other and can work really, really well. But yeah, I mean, there were definitely some flashes, definitely some blemishes in there as well, but that's Summer League in a nutshell. We're going to pick our Silver Linings players from Game 1 of Summer League for the Charlotte Hornets. When we return, Hornets fall to the Spurs 98-77 in Round 1. Silver Lining selections are next here on the Hornets Hivecast. To pickup truck bed chaos, meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town, and introducing Decked Deco cases, tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com/iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com/forward/slash/iHeart. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, breaking down the game the other day to open up Summer League. Charlotte falling to San Antonio 98-77. A little bit later on, we will be talking about round two from Sacramento, Hornets versus the Golden State Warriors. By the way, if you think we are uh, kind of ignoring everything that's gone on in free agency. Uh, we are. We are in the moratorium right now for NBA teams. This is an NBA team podcast. Rob Longo and myself, we are both NBA employees. We are not allowed to talk about anything that's going on there. So if you feel like we are purposefully ignoring everything going on that you might be reading about on social media or seeing on various websites, we're doing that intentionally. We'll get to it once the moratorium is up and we're allowed to talk about it. Suffice it to say, we do have some thoughts. We'll share them with you when we can. Uh, Rob Longo, go right now the thought i want to hear from you is who is your silver lining selection from yesterday's 98 to 77 loss to the san antonio spurs certainly some players uh, stuck out scoring lines wise you had brandon miller leading the way with 18 points nick smith jr and james booknight each scored 12 bryce mcgowan's had 11 other players had flashes who do you like as your silver lining selection I think the obvious one for the most part is Brandon Miller. I mean, 5 of 11 shooting did go 3 of 7 from beyond the arc for those 18 points. But when you take a look at it, and especially in that second half, I mean, he really came to life 3 of 5 from beyond the arc there in the second half alone. I just thought that Brandon was just so fluid. He's so suave. There's times where he just makes it look so easy. He had that and one that was kind of a circus shot there late in the fourth quarter where in all honesty, it's summer league. The team's down big. You know, maybe some people wouldn't be playing as hard, but not Brandon Miller. He goes hard to the rack. He gets the N one opportunity. Really, really athletic play there as well. And I mean, it's just going to be so fun seeing him play with this first unit here in a couple of months with guys like Lamelo Ball and Mark Williams and Terry Rozier because he's going to be so so lethal on the offensive end of the floor. Uh, just based on a couple of different things. I mean, obviously the length is there. He's able to space the floor very very well. And there were times last night where I thought you see him just bring the ball up the floor and he just looks so natural. And that can just create so many problems for the defense. I think you saw a really good example of that in the playoffs this past year with the offense running a lot for Miami and Bam Adebayo. They ran a lot of their offense through Bam and it just really changes the dynamic of things. So I think that's an option that Steve Clifford and the, and the coaching staff can have moving forward with Brandon Miller. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, obviously, but it was great just to see him so fluid with the basketball, bringing the ball up the floor. And just when he gets that three point shot working man it's really really fun to watch it's gonna be really fun to watch him run on some pick and pops with Lamelo and just create all kind of havoc for the offense but those were kind of the the bright spots that I really saw the silver lining spots in last night's game it just really got me excited for some Hornets basketball in October where we have the full squad together once again yeah the three-point shooting from Brandon Miller that's something that could really change the calculus for this Hornets team definitely enjoyed seeing that just to piggyback on some of the things you're saying about him I just love the ease with which he's able to score and I think sometimes we have a propensity to assume 
well, if the team lost, that meant someone couldn't have shown you something in Summer League, uh, particularly when you lose as lopsided as the Hornets did, that, that someone couldn't show you something in Summer League that could easily be plugged in to the regular season. But I think that scoring ease from Brandon Miller is something that the team can take advantage of. He finishes up with 18 points. Some of the subsets, 3 of 7 shooting from 3, 5 of 7 from the free throw line. One of the big stars from day one of Summer League is Jaime Jaquez Jr., first round pick of the Miami Heat. He was also playing in the California Classic. Big win for the Heat over the LA Lakers. Hawkes in about 22 minutes finished with 22 points, but here's his shooting splits. He goes three for seven from three, exact same as Brandon Miller. Three of three from the line. You can look at that a couple of ways. Yes, he made all his free throws. Brandon didn't, but Brandon Miller got to the line a lot more. Miller also had more rebounds. Foul-wise, Miller had a rough game, particularly the first half. He had six fouls in the first half, seven in total. You get ten in summer league. The crazy rules out there. Hawkins finished with four. Both guys had a little bit of turnover issues, more for Miller than for Hawkins. But what I mean by bringing this up is you look at the box scores and you you see how people felt on social media and whatnot about these two guys directly after the game, and you'd think that Jaquez had the world's best summer league debut and Miller really struggled out there, but then you look at the box scores and you say, huh, these line up pretty similarly. There's a lot of positives to like from both guys, so that's why I bring those up to, to make that comparison there for the Hornets' number two overall pick comparing him to one of the stars of summer league so far, Jaime Jaquez Jr. My pick for silver linings performer. This is tough. I'm actually going to go off the bench. I'm going to go with Amari Bailey. Didn't play as much as some of the other picks, and I think there were things to like about Nick Smith Jr., Bryce McGowan's, James Booknight, but Bailey coming off the bench, he gave a little bit of a spark to this team. Scored six points, knocked down a, a couple of really big dunks on some breakaways. Uh, he had a st- uh, two steals in there, a couple of assists. Most importantly for me, no turnovers from Amari Bailey in this one, and things seem to run a little bit more efficiently with him out there running the point. I did like his athleticism out there. Shooting-wise was not his best performance, but I thought Amari Bailey showed us some things, certainly some things that were worth looking at more in the second half because as I think back more and more on this one, Rob, the two areas the Hornets got hurt the most, it didn't feel like there was necessarily a true point guard running the show all the time. Bailey might be able to step into that and do it a little bit more efficiently. And also the backline defense uh, really struggled for Charlotte. Way too many open looks either at or around the basket for San Antonio. That latter one, Bailey's not going to be able to help out with as much, but uh, in terms of distributing the ball, I thought he did a really good job his first action of NBA Summer League. His athleticism really impressed me too. I talked about that alley-oop attempt that he had earlier. I talked about you know a couple of other things as well. You mentioned the breakaway dunks that were a little flashy as well. So I mean, I really like what Amari Bailey brings to the table again second round pick does need a little bit of polish but at the end of the day I think that he could potentially just be one of those guys that's another second round steal for Mitch Kupchak and the rest of the Hornets staff because we've seen it time and time again as well so yeah I definitely like the pick I thought that he played some solid minutes played about 15 and a half minutes last night we'll see if he gets a little bit of a bump there for the Golden State game or if we have just kind of those wholesale line changes that we've seen in summer league in the past where everybody maybe gets a little bit more equal opportunity to play maybe one group plays game A the other group plays game B we'll see how that shakes out and how the coaching staff decides to figure that out but yeah I was really 
really impressed with Amari Bailey. Free throw shooting, not the greatest, obviously, but at the end of the day, he did everything else right, which was a good sign. So there you have it, our silver lining selections. couple of picks from the 2023 draft class of the Charlotte Hornets. You've got Amari Bailey from my side, and then I, I think the one we both would have picked first overall, Brandon Miller. Uh, he was the number two overall pick, of course, end of the game with a team best 18 points for Charlotte. Coming up next tomorrow, or maybe today, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, Hornets take on the Golden State Warriors for their second contest of the California Classic. We'll preview it for you next, right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Hornets Hivecast. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you. We just got done breaking down game one of the California Classic Summer League action for the Hornets. A loss to the Spurs. We're getting ready to preview game two against the Golden State Warriors. And uh, obviously, Rob, we're looking for a better overall effort here for the Charlotte Hornets, a better start. They were behind by 21 before the second quarter even got underway. They were down 30 at certain points in the midpoint of this contest. So a lot to, to build on here for certain for the Hornets, but I think there were those positive building blocks. Brandon Miller first and foremost for this team. So you know how this works. We need players to watch from both sides. Rob rules are in effect. Rob Longo, you get to choose first. Let's begin with a Warriors player to look at, and I think the obvious one would be Brandon Pajemski. He was the first-round pick for Golden State for a reason, but I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction. I'm going to go with Lester Keonias. He's a rookie And he had a really interesting game against Sacramento the other night following the conclusion of the Hornets and Spurs. In the first half, he had 13 points alone. He was 5 of 8 from the field, 2 of 3 beyond the arc. He's kind of a stretch guy that's a little bit of a swing man, kind of one of those guys that can sit out on the wing. He's listed at 6'5", can play the 2, can play the 3 a little bit. He played more of the 3, I think, against Sacramento the other night. But, I mean, it's an interesting little bit of a wrinkle because the Hornets had a difficult time the other night guarding the 3 points point shot 
And with that length on the perimeter, who do you put on him? Do you put a guy like Brandon Miller on him? Do you put a guy like Bryce McGowan's on him? So I'm going to look at him as a as a player to watch just to kind of shake it up a little bit. All right, Rob, you're clearly trying to be very nice and leave Brandon Pajemski for me. I was not expecting that. I will take Brandon Pajemski. I'll just throw in, though, the player I was expecting to have to turn to. That is Warrior center Jace Johnson. He had a really good season in the G League last year. Ended up averaging about 8 points, 12 rebounds per game. He's a 7-footer. Uh, Hornets had a lot of issues in Game 1 in terms of backline defense. They they did have their moments. Both centers did with some acrobatic shot blocks and, and defense decent stops, but overall, just way too much easy stuff at or around the rim for the Spurs. So Jace Johnson, someone I've got my eye on in terms of who wins and loses this game coming up tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But I will take Brandon Pudzimski, a similar to Brandon Miller, a very slow start to his first game of Summer League. Did not knock down a three in the first three quarters, I don't think, of uh, the Warriors contest against the home team for this one, the Sacramento Kings. Expect him to come out with a stronger start, and certainly Brandon Miller expectations are going to be high for him to come out with a stronger start. Did finish very well for the Charlotte Hornets in Game 1. So Pajimski is my guy. Thank you for trying to be nice. Let's see what you do here with your Hornet to pick here for Game 2 of Summer League. Yeah, my eyes are going to be on Kai Jones. I know there's not a lot of center depth on this uh, California Classic roster right now for Charlotte, but at the same time, it's not a very big roster on the other side for Golden State. You mentioned Jace Johnson. He's the biggest guy on the roster at 6'10". They got a couple of other centers out there as well, but they're all around at 6'8", 6'9", or more of small ball centers, which I think would bode well for a guy like Kai Jones, who, again, is still trying to figure some things out. He only had two points in that game the other night against San Antonio. He ended up playing 21 minutes 0-3 from the field he went two for two at the free throw line but I'm looking to Kai to have a little bit of a, a rebound game more or less this is a big season for Kai this is a very important step in his career for Kai Jones to see if he can put it all together we know that there were a lot of things that he needed to work on coming out of Texas just that one and done but the athleticism was certainly there so let's see if he can put it all together I think this is a very important summer league for Kai Jones now going into another season but he's going to be my player to watch on the Hornets side. I'm going to go with another member of that 2021 draft class, and that's James Booknight, the lottery pick. I thought he had an okay game against the Spurs. Finishes with 12 points. You look at the shooting numbers, pretty efficient. He's 4 of 7 from the floor, 3 for 3 from inside the 3-point arc, 1 for 4. You know, it's such a fine line when you only take four 3-point shots. You know, if you make only one or none, it looks bad. If you make two, you look like you're the world's greatest shooter. So, you know, he was close. I, I don't think he took any really terrible shots out there. You know, he's one made three-pointer away from us saying, ooh, what a great scoring line. And so I'm not going to knock him for having a one-for-four effort from three. I did like the the decision-making for the most part, a couple of turnovers, but overall not a bad game. But here's what I want. I want to see a great game. I've heard so many good things from from the coaches about the work James Booknight has put in over the course of the summer. And you look on the other side for the Spurs, it wasn't the rookies going out there and having these massive games. It was veterans. It was Champagny who finished with a game-high 30 points. He's a guy who's had time in the league. Dominic Barlow, he got 24 points and 11 rebounds. He's another guy who's had time in the league. And you know, with Barlow, his shooting splits are impressive because that's kind of his game. But with Champagny, you know, 9 of 20 from the floor, 5 
5 of 12 from 3, 7 made free throws. He's a little bit more of a volume guy, but he, he went out there and asserted himself as a veteran. I think that James Booknight is going to have an opportunity to do that here in this one against the Warriors because, again, this is not a Golden State Summer League squad that's got any of the normal names you're used to hearing. It, it's basically Pajemski and a lot of guys that were either in the G League last year or, or players that don't have uh, the kind of pedigree, let's say, as a James Booknight. So I think James had a fine, okay game in game one. Nothing too eye-popping, but nothing too frustrating from my perspective. I think this is one here where maybe he's gotten himself going now and he can put his foot on the gas and really show people what he can do, because I think he's poised for a potentially breakout year in the same mold that Nick Richards was last year. Nick Richards set the tone in last year's Summer League. I'm looking for Book Knight to get that ball rolling here tomorrow, or today, depending on when you're listening to this, against the Warriors. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets High cast a reminder we have completely ignored all free agency talk because we're not allowed to talk about it yet we are in the moratorium suffice to say we'll have a lot to say when we can say it rob longo i know is chomping at the bit to get in there uh, but you're gonna have to wait at least a couple more podcasts i think one or two more until we can dive deep into the off-season comings and goings that is NBA free agency. Uh, Rob, I have a feeling you'll be ready for it, though. Always ready here on the HHC. There we go. Hope you have a fantastic 4th of July, one and all. For my producer and partner on this edition of the HHC, Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we will talk to you again next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.